from iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case Roe v. Wade, starring Maya Hawke as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Welcome to the Fight for Monday Night. I am your host, Mike De Niro. This is the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. Thank you so much for all the subscribers, everyone who follows along. Thank you for all the support. Follow us on Instagram at Wrestling DeLorean Pod. Make sure to follow the Lords of Gotham on Instagram. Make sure you follow Slapbox MG. This show is brought to you by Slapbox. This show is brought to you by the Lords of Gotham. But this is the fight for Monday night, only on the Wrestling DeLorean podcast. And we have a big show for you. We are going to be discussing WCW Halloween Havoc from October 29th, 1995. We've been building up to this for quite a while. So, I'm excited about this show. I heard the... I I don't remember this show when I was younger. So, I know all the... Folklore and rumor about how bad the show was. And I wanted to see it for myself to really judge it myself. Because I, I don't take no one's opinion as fact. I take what I see as... I, my opinion matters more, I believe. What I think matters. Because there's been a lot of things that people thought was stupid and I loved. For instance, a lot of people hated Wrestling Society X. I fucking loved it. A lot of people hated ECW on Sci-Fi. Never mind, I hate that too. <laughs> anyway, WCW Halloween Havoc, October 29th, 1995, live from Detroit, Michigan. Detroit Rock, Michigan, baby, from the Joe Louis Arena. We got a very, very hokey, hokey, hokey open here discussing the monster truck sumo match between Hogan and the Giant. The commentating team for this night, we will be having. Bobby Heenan and Tony Schiavone, Mr. Skiavone is here. They announced that before the night, Flying Brian and Arn Anderson attack Ric Flair. He's getting medical attention. He may not be cleared to fight. No one knows where he is. So that is going to affect the matchup between Sting and Flair versus Anderson and Brian Pillman. The first match of the night, we got Johnny B. Bad versus Diamond Dallas Page for the WCW TV title. They showed the build-up to this matchup, including the promo where Johnny B. Bad, he misses his match against Sting for the U.S. title because he has a flat tire. He shows up. 
he tells Mean Gene, oh, I had a flat tire. And Diamond Dallas with Max Muscle, they are backstage. They're laughing at him. They say, oh, I can't believe you had a flat tire. And then Max Muscle says, oh, I can't believe you had four flat tires. And then Johnny B. Bad looks at him and says, how did you know it was four flat tires? I only said one flat tire. And as soon as he says this, he punches Max Muscle in the face, causes the big brawl. This was so hokey and stupid, but hilarious at the same time. It had me rolling. He says, how do you know it was four? I only said one. And then he like punches DDP. DDP looks at Max Muscle like, you freaking idiot. It was so stupid. Anyway, we got a really fun matchup here. It was a fun opener. Fine match. Nothing out of uh, the ordinary here. Nothing outstanding. Nothing phenomenal about this matchup. Pretty good chemistry. This is when DDP is still coming into his own. He's the TV champion. Johnny B. Bad is a star here. This matchup was hurt by the weak-ass finish of the matchup because Johnny B. Bad is hitting Diamond Dallas Page with everything but the kitchen sink, and Diamond Dallas Page keeps on kicking out, and then... Accidentally, Max Muscle interferes and hits Diamond Dallas with the weakest, weakest, weakest looking clothesline. And Giant B. Bad pins him 1, 2, 3. That kind of hurt it just for the fact that if you can't beat the guy with these top-notch moves, but Max Muscle hits him with a tiny clothesline and he's down for the count. Like, come on. Anyway, we got a new TV champion, Giant B. Bad. I give that match 1.5 out of 5. It was okay. After this, we get the Zodiac versus Macho Man Randy Savage. This was a squash match. 0.5 stars. Nothing really out of the ordinary. This shit lasted maybe like two minutes. Macho Man gets the victory. Remember, if Macho Man wins, if Lex Luger wins, they are going to meet tonight. We got a Johnny B. Bad promo. He's excited that he's a new champion. This leads us to Road Warrior Hawk versus Kurosawa. Remember, Kurosawa is the guy who broke Hawk's arm. They've been building him up on TV as this threat. Hulk wants revenge. And due to the interference of Colonel Parker, Kurosawa actually picks up the victory and he beats Road Warrior Hawk here. So that was a big victory for Kurosawa. They're building him up. Macho Man interview here. He's talking about how he wants Lex Luger tonight. Macho Man is riding wild. You know, ooh yeah, freak out, freak out, dig it, yeah. We get, after this, we got a rematch from a couple weeks ago on Nitro. One of the matches that I thought was absolutely fantastic. We got the rematch of Mr. JL and Sabu. And this time, Sabu is accompanied by the original Sheik, who's an absolute legend in Detroit and wrestling, but especially Detroit. So him being there was pretty cool. This match was nowhere as good as their matchup from Nitro, but was still fun. You are not going to have anything less than a fun match between Jerry Lynn and and Sabu so that was really cool but uh Sabu picks up the victory and then after he pins JL randomly the original Sheik throws a fireball into Mr. JL's face that was random but funny I guess we got a really dumbass promo between the master and the taskmaster from the dungeon of doom the master's just speaking gibberish like oh tonight in Detroit will be the ending of Hulkamania. What the fuck, bro? Like, for everything that WCW does good, they do a lot of hokey-ass shit in this time period that just brought them, like, ten steps back. And we're going to get to that because the ending of this show was the most 
hokey, stupid clown show. Uh, yeah, we're, we're going to get to it. We're going to get to it. We have World War Three coming up. That's going to be the next pay-per-view. After this, we got Lex Luger versus Ming. Sullivan interferes in this matchup. Ming is about to get the victory. He kicks Ming, and it caused a DQ victory for Lex Luger. So there is confusion here. Why did Kevin Sullivan help Lex Luger? We get the answer to that later on in the night. But yeah, so we are going to be getting Lex Luger versus Macho Man Randy Savage because Macho Man and Lex Luger both won their matches. So yeah. We got Arn Anderson and Brian Pillman versus Sting and what was supposed to be Ric Flair. For the first 10 minutes of this matchup, due to the beatdown in the back before the show that we did not see, it was Sting by himself against Flair, well, against Anderson and Pillman. Just like on Nitro a couple weeks ago, it was Flair by himself against Pillman and Arn Anderson. Sting is getting a beating. Anderson and Pillman got a lot of offense here on Sting. Ric Flair comes. He finally makes, he comes out after about 10 to 15 minutes of the match and of Ric Flair, of Sting getting his ass kicked. He's on the apron. Stink still can't make the uh, tag. Flair is strutting on the ring apron. He wants in this match. Sting is getting his ass kicked. The heels are making sure he does not get to Ric Flair by any means. Sting is in bad shape here. Finally, about after it seemed like 20 minutes of him getting just beat up by Anderson and Pillman, Sting finally tags in Flair. Flair makes it. Into the ring. The crowd goes wild. And right before Flair does anything to Arn Anderson and Brian Pillman. He turns around. He punches Sting. And Flair, Anderson, and Pillman. They jump Sting three on one. The referee calls this match a DQ. He throws it out. They just jump Sting. Sting tries to fight back. But the odds are against him. After this. Flair cuts a promo. Says that the four horsemen are back. Arn Anderson said, be careful what you wish for because you just might get it. He heard the ramblings about wanting the Four Horsemen back. They're here. So, this was really cool. The match itself, I give it a 2.5 out of 5. But, the whole segment in general is about a 4.5 out of 5 for the fact that it reunites the Four Horsemen. It was great to see Ric Flair back in that heel role and unite with reunite with Arn Anderson here. So, cool segment here. We finally got the Monster Truck Sumo match. This shit was horrible. They took a lot of time talking to the guy who created Hulk Hogan's Monster Truck. A lot of time was taken giving the rules to this sumo matchup. Basically, you had Hulk Hogan and Giant in two welded-together Monster Trucks pushing each other back and forth. And the one who gets pushed out the circle fully, they're the loser. I don't even know how I'm supposed to rate this. They go back and forth. They push each other back and forth for about 10 freaking minutes. On top of Cobo Hall, which is adjacent to the Joe Louis Arena, surrounded by the Michigan River. Yeah, so they push each other back and forth in monster trucks. I give this shit... I don't even know if I could give this a star rating. It's not a matchup, so I'm not going to give it a star rating. But afterwards, Hulk Hogan gets the victory here. Afterwards, they brawl on Cobo Hall. The Giant has Hulk Hogan on the edge of the building. Hogan pushes the Giant off. He gets thrown off of a building. They act like this was the Giant falling and plummeting to his death. Everyone in the crowd, they had that hushed tone. 
What did we just see? What did we just see? Eric Bischoff is like, I don't know. It wasn't supposed to be this way. I, I, I need more word from the truck. Brian, Brian, Bobby Heenan is all, uh, this, this, this wasn't supposed to be this way. Just like, come on, yo. <laughs> anyway, they announced that they got to figure out what's going on for the main event tonight because, you know, we just seen the number one contender die, basically. So we don't know what we're doing for the main event. Anyway, we then get Lex Luger versus Macho Man. This was a quick matchup. I thought that I was going to see more of a matchup being that they've been feuding for since Lex Luger debuted on Nitro. And Macho Man picks up the victory here. Quick victory for Macho Man. I give this 1.5 out of 5. Then Hulk Hogan comes out for the main event. He apologizes to the crowd. He says that he did not want to see the giant fall to his, uh, I guess, death. He apologizes. He did not want it to be this way. While he's talking, with no explanation, in his ring gear, the giant comes out. What the hell? The giant comes out, and him and Hulk Hogan start their matchup. Very little explanation on what happened. No one knows. Did he just not die and got ready for the matchup and he's 100% okay and this matchup sucked Hogan and Giant very slow paced very just methodical it was very bland nothing they tried to redo the Hulk Hogan Andre the Giant press slam he picks the Giant up he press slams him body slams him like Andre hits the leg drop and right before he goes for the pin, Jimmy Hart hits the referee with the belt. He turns heel. Hulk Hogan doesn't see it. He asks Jimmy what happens. Jimmy Hart hits Hulk Hogan with the belt. Hulk Hogan tries, well, he tries to grab Jimmy Hart and hit him before he could. The Giant puts Hulk Hogan in a bear hug. Lex Luger and Savage come out because the Taskmaster's in the ring. As soon as they come out, Lex Luger starts stomping out Savage. He's now aligned with the Taskmaster. He's now aligned with Jimmy Hart. He's now aligned with the Giant. As the Giant has Hogan in a bear hug, the Yeti, or as Tony Schiavone says, the Yeti, who is not a Yeti or a Bominal Snowman at all. He's a fucking mummy who is wrapped up in used toilet paper. Comes out. He enters the ring. He assists I guess the giant with the bear hug it's a double bear hug on Hogan he's some for some reason the Yeti is gyrating on Hulk Hogan it looks like they're dude dude what the hell is this anyway the referee gets up he calls the match calls it a DQ victory Hulk Hogan wins the matchup what I don't get is they DQ look they the the referee sees Hulk Hogan getting jumped and the giant wins by DQ and they announced that the giant cannot keep well the giant does not have the title but he wins the matchup what the fuck man this show sucked this show sucked and that main event was horrible yo i'm giving this show I don't even know if I could give it a 2. I'm going to give this shit a 1.5 out of 5. I was not a fan of this. And I really hope that soon, 
I know the NWO stuff is coming up. The Outsider stuff is coming up maybe within a couple months. But I really hope soon, soon, soon WCW starts pulling away from a lot of this hokey crap. Because it is looking worse than the hokey crap on WWF Raw in 1995. And that says a lot because there was a lot of hokey crap on WWF Raw. But anyway, yeah, 1.5 out of 5. Not a good show. Legendary for its stupidness and dumbass. I don't even know what to say. I'm sorry, guys. Anyway, that's the show for today. This show is dedicated to Halloween Havoc. Next week, we will get back into Nitro versus Raw. Make sure to tune in Wednesday for the Fight for Wednesday night, AEW versus NXT. Make sure you tune in on Thursday for a new episode of Making an Impact. Make sure you turn in on Friday for the fallout of Backlash. It is going to be Raw versus SmackDown from 2002. Make sure to follow along at Wrestling DeLorean Pod. This is the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. I am Mike De Niro. Have a great week, guys. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawke as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 